Sokaladuma Radio. When Bafana Bafana wins, even the commentary voices change. I mean, who would have thought Bafana qualified for the last 16 with just three points, one goal scored and two goals conceded. We had the hosts. Egypt standing in our way, uh, Coach Baxter had to make some changes. In fact, we asked for those changes. The fans asked for those changes. And Sir Baxter, as many would call him, he made those changes. Tembingosi Lodge, the fans called for him. The legends, the likes of Matthew Booth, called for Lodge. And boy, didn't he just deliver. Didn't he deliver that goal that took us straight to the last eight of the Africa Cup of Nations? Lebu Motiba, did he not deliver that assist? Uzungu, Tau, Ronwen Williams, all the Bafana soldiers contributed. Anyway, a very big thank you to the evergreen and well-known Umtutuzeli Scott from the national broadcaster SABC delivering his art in Isikosa, making sure that, as always, he delivers top-class commentary to the fans. And one of those fans who was in a celebratory mood is part of the Sokaladuma Supporters Club and he joins us on the line. Machaks, welcome to SL Radio. Uh, thanks very much for invitation and uh, I'm saying hi to everyone. Has it sunk in? Has it sunk into your head that Bafana are through to the last eight of the Africa Cup of Nations? Uh, so far, my brother, uh, I cannot say much, but uh, I'll just like to congratulate Bafana Bafana uh, on their good performance against Egypt. But uh, what, you are, what you are saying to, uh, to me, indeed, it hasn't sunk in because we didn't believe Bafana Bafana can do it, can take... Uh, the host out of this uh, Afcon. But uh, what I can tell you is uh, I think the approach was also as well. It was a very much different approach than what we did against uh, Ivory Coast, Namibia, mm. and, uh, and also Morocco. But it was a, a really a good performance by, by the guys. I think they showed hunger, a lot of commitment, unlike the previous game. But uh, I can, as they are saying, uh, I couldn't believe that they could take Egypt out based on the performance of Bafana Bafana before. But now, you know, I, can, I, I believe in, in Bafana Bafana and I think I mean, what do you think helped this time around, though? I mean, against the Egyptians? Come again? I was asking, what do you think helped Bafana this time around against the Egyptians? Uh, I think the other aspect, because people didn't give them a chance, uh, they, they wanted to prove that, you know what, they could do it. You know, they, uh, they can make it happen. So uh, I think uh, even the players themselves and the coach itself, they changed the strategy and everything. So uh, they believed in themselves and say, uh, people didn't give them a chance. Like, guys, let's go out there. Let's show them that we can beat Egypt. So uh, it was all about the, the players themselves and the coach believing in themselves and trying to, to fly the South African flag very hard. The calls for Utebingosi Lodge to be introduced seem to have worked. Uh, he is the one who got the winner. But who were some of the standout performers for you on Saturday? Okay. I was saying the calls for Utemigosi Lodge to be introduced seem to have worked wonders for Ibafana, who already got the winner for Ibafana against Egypt. But in your opinion, who were some of the standout performers uh, for you on Saturday against the Egyptians? 
Uh, you know, I didn't want to single out a player because yeah. uh, they all came to the party. You understand? Sure, so sure. I thought that, that I felt that the players they told themselves that you know, guys, we are all going to die on the field of play. You know, from the from the goalkeeping department towards the striker, everybody you could see man. You could see everybody wanted to play. Everybody mm. wanted to prove yeah. that they can beat Egypt. But it was a collective. It was not all about uh, Lodge or Tiba and so forth. But uh, as, I, as I'm saying as you. Uh, everyone, everyone was uh, you know was ready to die on the field. I, I don't want to single out any player, but you know all of them they played very well. But you know in football you must all, you, you, all the time try to say okay, Lodge will score the goal, Mutiba is an assist, mm. and all those kind of things. Yeah. People will talk about it. Yes, credit to them as well. But uh, wholeheartedly, I'm not like to say credit to the whole team. Yeah. They played very well. They played their heart out because the football is not all about individual. It's about collective, my brother. So and, I, I'm there like to say pick up for. And up next is Nigeria. How do you think we will fare against them? Uh, let us not underestimate Nigeria. Let us not, uh, you know, say to ourselves, uh, you know, we'll beat Nigeria, you know, uh, uh, you know, easily. But it's going to be a very tough, and it's going to be it's not going to be easy. Uh, Nigeria is a tough opponent. You know, uh, as a Nigeria, we have unfinished business. Remember back then, uh, four by four, all those kind of things. Now <laughs> we, we, we we just want to try to rectify those mistakes that we did before. But as I'm saying, we are going to make Nigeria pound for pound. And I believe in the guys. If they did against Egypt, you could even see uh, uh, the guys Madagascar. Yeah. Uh, no, the, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, whoever thought Madagascar will go will go in, in, into the, uh, the quarterfinals. So, Bafana, Bafana, we believe in them. So, against Nigeria, we are, uh, it's not like we are underestimating Nigeria. Mm. They are a very good side as well. But we should make them point for point. One thing that they should do, they should do what they did against Egypt. Don't allow the team to build, especially from the back going forward. Well, they will always kill you. How do you beat Barcelona? Is by not giving them a chance to play. So we are not going to give anyone. Uh, we are not going to give Nigeria a chance to play. Especially from the back, it's very very difficult to give any country, uh, you know, a space to play. Especially from the back, they will kill you. So we are going to make them pound for pound. We are going all out. We should die on the field. Well, this is our chance. This is our chance to rectify our mistakes. This is our chance. Not to talk about the 1996 squad that took the uh, Afcon here in our home track. So we are going out there, my brother. We want to see our final, final in the final by hook or crook. Machaks, bye bye, Dad. Bye bye. Let's move on to other fans and hear uh, what they got to say. Drive safe in Chicago. Zengoska cool. Viva, Fana, Fana, Viva, all the way to Egypt, my brother. What I can say right now to I'm saying to all the fans to say, guys, you know what? Catch me there. Catch me live. Now I'm saying right to my brother, let me beg the youth, catch me, catch my chaga life. Hey, 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 Oh, hello, <laughs> Machaka. Yeah, prominent Mafana, Mafana supporter. I mean, you can tell he is over the moon. You can tell he is excited. He is so excited. I mean, who isn't? Well, the celebrations and the excitement doesn't end there with Umachaga. We had a couple of voice notes from some of the happy Mafana, Mafana fans. And this is what they got to say. Yeah, what can I say? What I saw yesterday was unbelievable. Even now, uh, I, I I just can't believe that what what I saw, what a performance. Bafana, they were on fire, on fire from Mabena to Bafana, Barbaiti. Yeah. Back in the years, Babuili, Bab Strong. I hope they keep up the good work, they keep up the pace. Because I know, get late, get happy, so sure. Bafana Bafana played very well and 
it must be happy about their performance overall. Uh, yesterday, this night, they were deservingly winners in that game. The approach was very good. Everyone was on toes, and we happy we got the results. Thanks to King Lodge, he's the best boy. Bafana Bafana's performance was very good. The team was organized. We played very very well. Uh, we thanked him because Lodge. Let's see going forward what's going to happen. Good luck to the boys. We behind them. The nation is behind them. Let's rally on. Let's soldier on, boys. If they can keep up this work rate that they put yesterday. I believe that Nigeria will be in walkover now. I don't know whether they were playing like that because of the introduction of the sensational Tembingo Siloj. Nyoso. I don't know, but if this is how they play when they are under pressure. They better be under pressure every game. Ah, man, I'm happy with Bafana Bafana's performance. The team was well balanced. The middle fielders and defenders, they were connecting very well. I'm happy with Zungu, the combination of Zungu and Mkoto. They were very, 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 very disciplined there, the center together with the Femen. And then I'm very happy with the way Percy and Lodge connecting together, man. Yeah, we are looking forward for the Nigerian team. Yes, the coach then, there, yes, he was, we were not happy when he was putting Tembi Lodge, Tembi Coach Lodge on the bench, but now he listened to us, support us. We believe even in this coming game, he's going to bring us the team that is ever hard to win. The team is in a good shape. We are happy. Viva Bafana Bafana. We are going forward with Bafana Bafana. Yes, Lucky. What are you saying, my brother? Oh, yes. We are happy as Bafana Bafana. Shaba Bafana Bafana. Shaba. Yeah, the, the performance that was given by Bafana Bafana was a great performance. Uh, my wish is to see them continue with the same performance that they did. Because now to play a defensive football and then by the end of the day you're expecting to win an AFCON or to be in the semi-final. So you weren't going to make it. As long as you can play in attacking football. I wish Mr. Baxter would realize that the attacking football is the one that's going to take us further the one that's going to make us to win the AFCON. We can, we can win the AFCON. Soccer Laduma Radio. Sapa Bafana Bafana Sapa. That is what some of the fans are saying. And some, and now they suddenly believe that Bafana can go all the way to the semifinals and the finals. Or maybe even better, win this Africa Cup of Nations for the first time since 1996. That was the last time we won uh, this prestigious trophy uh, of the, the African continent. Well, we also managed to cross over to Egypt and spoke to our very own reporter from Kickoff magazine, and that is Lorenz Kola. And this was our conversation. Joining us now on the line is Lorenz Kola, all the way from Egypt. He's from our sister magazine, Kickoff. Lorenzi. A very good morning, my brother. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks to Bafana Bafana, of course. The <laughs> weather is even feeling better after that win. <laughs> are you saying uh, the weather is much better? It was a bit warmer before the game, eh? Yeah, the, the, obviously the excitement of Egypt possibly possibly winning the, the, the trophy in their, in their home ground <laughs> maybe made the weather a boil a bit more here in Cairo. So 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 we've we've made the place a bit cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lorizzi, look, 
take us through the moments before the game, bruh. Take us the moment uh, through the moments before the game. What was it like? I mean, you were in that stadium in front of a packed Cairo, 75,000 spectators. How was it like? Yeah. Look, Shane, I arrived at the stadium eight hours before kickoff. Wow. So <laughs> I needed to do that because the Egyptian press is obviously... You, there, there's there's limited seating for the even for the media even if you have accreditation mm. so I went there so I immersed myself in the entire day and look the fans even came out six seven hours before kickoff and it was absolutely spectacular from the moment I arrived there were the families were coming through mm. the the altars were there with their drums they mm. were singing songs from early in the day. And look, I spoke to so many fans. None of them saw this coming. Mm. None of them. I asked them, don't you, don't you think it's a possibility of Bafana winning today? Don't you think what Sundowns did to Al-Akhli can be replicated yeah. in Cairo today? What they did to Zalamalek, they said no. Mm. They said no. No chance. This crowd, this crowd is is, is, is our special weapon. Mm. Um, Salah and Trezeguet will finish off Bafana. Bafana haven't been playing well. Mm. And I was like, look, I'm telling you, Bafana will shock shock you guys. And they said, no, it's not happening. Um, the day progressed. The stadium started filling up. It was it was out of this world. Like I, you you couldn't hear a thing. I couldn't hear myself speaking to my to my fellow colleagues from wow. South Africa. It was about it was about let's say 50 South Africans in that stadium, mm. including the media, up against 75,000 odd. And I honestly feel there were more fans. Mm. Than seats in that stadium because even on top of the roof there mm. there, were, there was people. Wow! Like it was crazy. It, it was a red sea with just a dot of yellow in that entire stadium. <laughs> they were all rallying behind the, the behind the team and they were very 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 confident of obviously toppling Bafana and sending them home. Mm-hmm. And you are talking about 75,000 people who were making a noise. You are just saying you couldn't even hear yourself speak. Now, that goal came in in the 85th, in the 84th, 85th minute. Temi Lodge silenced the whole stadium. Now, after the game, how was the mood? Yeah, yeah. Look, when that goal went in, it was the most surreal moment of my life. I haven't experienced anything like it. It's like time stood still. Um, as Motiba played the ball to, to launch. Mm. Like, as, as a South African, we had no doubt that goal was going in, but we obviously couldn't believe it. And uh, I was I was next to my fellow journalist, and you could hear, you could hear launch, you could hear Mokocho, you could hear Motiba, you could hear us screaming mm. among 75,000. Just, just take that into consideration. Wow. You could hear the South Africans screaming mm. amongst that. That just shows you. You know, there's those horns like the Vuvuzelas that they heard. Mm. It was it, nobody, nobody was, nobody was blowing it. Wow! It was just South Africans screaming in that moment. And Lord even said he didn't even understand that it was a goal. It was, it was, it was surreal. Mm. It was really surreal. And what can I say? Like, it, it, it was honestly just one of the most indescribable moments. Wow! The mood, <laughs> the mood from the Egyptians. It was just shock, disbelief, anger, sad. There were people crying. There were people kicking bottles. But after after that, after the anger, after the shock, they all acknowledged that Bafana played well. one of the most amazing games in the history of Cairo International from an opposing team. Mm. They acknowledged that we deserve to win. And they acknowledged that they will rally behind Bafana because we earned the respect of Egyptians on that e- evening. Wow. 
and this is a team uh, that hasn't lost in Egypt in more than three years. That is why they couldn't believe that they lost to Bafana Bafana. I mean, this was a shocker. This was a shocker, brah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the press, the press didn't even have questions wow. for the manager in the in the press conference. They were just angry. They were they were saying, "How do you feel embarrassing the nation? Mm. What, what what why did you pick these players?" That was just a thirty-minute onslaught on the manager. And they, they've thrown everything, they've thrown everything on the manager and, and, and not on the players. And it was just, <laughs> oh. uh, uh, I don't know, like, it's just difficult to describe what happened. Wow. Now, let's get into the game, Lorenzi. Let's get into the game. I mean, Coach Stuart Baxter. Yeah. The fans were calling for the changes. I mean, everyone, every South African were calling <laughs> for, the, for, for the changes, including politicians. They were calling for those changes. And Coach Stuart Baxter responded. <laughs> Coach Stuart Baxter responded. He made that change. He brought in Tembingosi Lodge. But before we speak about Tembingosi Lodge, what was the key to victory? Yeah. Look, three days before the game, I think it was just after the day after we qualified for the last 16. Sure. I think I told you that Baxter's confident. I told you, and he lived up to, to his word. Mm. He said he knows Egypt's not been playing too well. He's identified the weaknesses because he's watched Egypt closely. Sure. And that's one of his key strengths. Like he knows how to analyze opposition. Mm. And if you think about these days at, at Kaiser Chiefs and at Supersport, sure. it wasn't always the most flash football. He was good at winning cups. Mm. He was good at game-to-game basis and tactical, tactically set, setting up his teams. And look, he said Egypt is gonna is gonna throw bodies forward. They're gonna get frustrated, and we're gonna capitalize. And what the players and what both coaches said is that they're gonna press high. They're gonna make things difficult for Egypt, and they're gonna not allow them to play. And with that, there there will be opportunities to score the goal. And that's exactly what happened. So look, it was no fluke. Honestly, it was no fluke. Mm. It was methodical planning. Uh, Ronwin told me they worked a day before the game so meticulously on their game plan sure. and they executed to perfection. Wow. Bruh. That was some victory that no one couldn't believe. Now, tell us about Mo Salah. I mean, everybody's been asking, where is Mo Salah? I don't know, has Sifiso Tanti emptied his pockets? Because we believe he's there, right? In Sifiso Tanti's pockets. Mm. Look, we were very critical about Utlanti before the game. Mm. We told him, hey, Utlanti, what do you think of your performances? You've been losing position. Your free kicks haven't been good. Yeah. You haven't been good defensively. Furman, Furman and Mokocho, Ekana have been, have been bailing you out. Tyson and Butler have been bailing you out. He's like, yes, he understands, but he's, he's learning. Mm. And at, football is about learning. You you rectify your, your errors. You mm. come back stronger. Mm. He was... He was <laughs> He was actually quite arrogant in the way that he spoke to us. And he said that, look, it's a different game. Mm. And um, when you come up against the best, you, you lift your game. And that's exactly what he did. There were some nervy moments um, in the game um, where, where, where Furman also had to bail him out. But Salah, Salah was nowhere to be seen. Wow. He, he left Salah in tears after the 90 minutes. <laughs> and that's something to do because he just won the Champions League. He's the reigning CAF Champions League, um, mm. CAF African Player of the Year. Mm. And he's, he's, he's possibly one of the, the, the top five players in the world. Yeah. And, and for, for a PSL player to achieve that, it's, it's, it's something. Wow, bro. That was really something. And most people couldn't believe it. Most people couldn't believe it. But now, let's talk a bit about those tactics that Coach Stuart Baxter used. I mean, we saw Mungani Zungu. He played in the game against Ivory Coast. Uh, we saw Pesitao has been playing all the games. But that introduction 
of Tembingosi Lodge. How vital was he against the Egyptians on Saturday night? I think his pace, his work rate, and the way that he also stuck to the tactical game plan of pressing and also falling back when when we um, when when need be to to help um, to help plenty was was so important. Yeah. Um, I spoke to Motiba um, today in the hotel and I asked him was Lodge a key factor into into the the the, the improved attacking display and he said. It's just that Lodge brought more energy, right? So it allowed him, Percy, and um, and obviously Lodge to 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 get into the faces of the Egyptian defenders. Yeah. To 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 lead from the front and also on the counter. You know, his pace is electrifying. He's unpredictable. The Egyptians didn't know who he is. So he he often swapped around with with um with Percy on the wings throughout the game, and Percy just looked like he was enjoying himself. He had the freedom. And he also his work rate was was second to none. That that's one of the mo- the, the the biggest things that, that impressed me. Percy's work rate of coming back, helping him tease it. And look, Motiba's had his critics, but his first touch was impeccable all wow. night. He held the ball wow. up well. He, he he was just the perfect foil for mm. for Lodge and 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 Tao to to express themselves. And obviously, we we, we can't forget about. Furman. We can't forget about Bokocho. We can't forget about the entire team. Mm. Zungu probably had one of the best games he's ever had yeah. in Bafana colors. Mm. Um, everybody was just was just perfect on the day, and we have to give credit to Stuart Baxter. We criticize him when he gets things wrong, but we need to give him credit when he gets things right because he got everything right to the very last detail. Wow. Bro, that was one of the best victories uh, for us, is Bafana Bafana. But uh, one last question before I let you go. Um, after soon after that game, uh, we didn't even we haven't even slept because the game ended uh, at around half past eleven. But at around twelve midnight, we hear that the president yeah. of the Egyptian FA has resigned, and before he resigned, he fired the whole technical team of the Egyptian team. <laughs> yeah. Look, Aguirre was hired after the embarrassing World Cup exit where they lost all three games. Mm. And he was supposed to lead them to the next World Cup. So that shows you, that shows you what Bafana did. Wow. He was given the faith to lead Egypt to a new era, to Qatar 2022. And they felt that this is one of the most humiliating defeats in Egyptian football history. This is their worst AFCON in, um, since they worst AFCON as hosts for the last 16 exit because three of the last four, they won it. Yeah. Three of the last four that they hosted, they won it. So yeah, immediate action had to be taken. Otherwise, the Egyptian fans wouldn't wouldn't be happy. So yeah, he he um he obviously recognized that Aguirre has failed um the EFA, he has failed the nation and himself out of the equation as well, so that uh Egypt can go into a new era because it, it wasn't just that they lost. It wasn't just the manner in how they lost as Bofana deservedly won, but it was also the controversy surrounding Amir Warda and the way that they that, that they um, connected with, with, with the general public mm. and how they disregarded the opinions of the fans. Like South Africa has been critical, the public's been critical of Bofana, mm. Egypt has been even more critical. And I felt that this decision that uh, um, Rabu, Rabu made after the game mm. was less organizers. So this is our decision. We, we, we're going to go to a different era now. Wow. Lorizzi, man, let's speak again on Wednesday ahead of the big one against the Nigerians. Uh, otherwise, man, thank you so much uh, for speaking to us here on SL Radio. Thank you very much for having me on your show. 
I'm really excited about that and um, I'm, I'm going to get some good coverage for you guys and I'm excited to be back again on Wednesday. Sokala Duma Radio. You are still tuned in to Sokala Duma Radio Live Monday 8th July and we are still discussing Bafana Bafana and we've already spoken to some fans. We've heard some of your voice notes but we still had to go far and speak to some legends of this game. And we caught up with former Mamelodi Sundowns and Orlando Pirates goalkeeper, a former Bafana Bafana international himself, and that is John Tale. And this was our conversation. Now joining us on the line is a former Mamelodi Sundowns and Bafana Bafana goalkeeper, that is John Tale. Legend, welcome to Sokaladuma Radio. How are you? Hey, I'm good, my brother. And you? Very well, very well, and I hope <laughs> all South Africans are happy this morning. Uh, that win over the Egyptians has really fired up the South Africans. <laughs> yeah, we know we're all happy, my brother. You know, the ball surprised us. You know, they did very well, mm. and, you know, uh, they gave us that hope that uh, uh, anything is possible, you know, which means they can even beat Nigeria. So we are hoping that we'll, we'll get through and then go, go to the semifinals. You know... We are all still in that celebratory mood. How would you describe uh, that win over the weekend? No, no, uh, it was one of the best uh, win uh, uh, regarding the fact that you know you're playing in front of a lot of uh, uh, Egypt, Egyptian supporters. You know, so it tells you that anything is possible if we can beat Egypt uh, in their home uh, home soil. Mm. It tells you that we can even beat Serbia. You know, uh, because now uh, they are not from uh, Egypt. You no, know, it will be a. Uh, African continent that had a meeting there. An unexpected win, some might say. But for you, as Ujon Tale, did the win shock you? Yeah, no, no, it's not, not a shocking as such, you know. Uh, but as long as there's two advisors, they will pick the, the, the right, the right uh, players, good players, mm. and the right team. I think uh, everything is possible. You understand, my brother? Yeah. Because we've been all crying for Lodge to, to, to get an opportunity to play. Mm. And he played and he put him and he scored the goal. So it tells you that, you know, they must just give everyone a chance to make sure that uh, whoever can play, they can stop stamp his authority. So that's what Lodge did, you know, on Saturday. And we're proud of him. Even Bafana Bafana, the whole, the whole team. And what do you think we did differently uh, this time around? We stick to our, 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 our culture. Uh, you know, we play combination. Uh, com- we rely more on combination play. Mm. We rely more on our speed. We rely more on our skin. So, hence, I'm saying to you, uh, that's uh, what gave us that advantage uh, uh, over Egypt. And we turned their defense. You know, we played behind the defense. We made the defense facing their pole. So, I think it was difficult for them, you know, to stop us. And you, you spoke about Utemingosi Lodge. Um, do you think that um, that change by Coach Baxter, uh, especially the introduction of him, Utemingosi Lodge, uh, was one of the major changes of the day? Yes, it was, my brother. Because uh, the, 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 the result, the uh, reason being could even could see that Pesita was himself, you know, mm. you know, the understanding among themselves, you understand? Mm. The speed that they rely on, the skill, you know. It gave us advantage, and then we could see that the Paros were, were they didn't know what what to do to stop us. So I think that change it was a very vital change. It gave us an edge, you know, going forward. The the combination play on the day, the combination of uh, Pesitao, the players we just mentioned now, or Temingosi Lodge. Uh, there was also Ulebo Motiba, the much criticized striker. Why was this performance? What do you think took so long for the players to gel together? Uh, I think, you know, South Africans, we rely more on our skill. 
Mm. You know, and the, the more we have the ball, the more you don't get tired. The more you have the ball, the more you frustrate the opponents. The more you have the ball, the more you create more chances. You understand? Mm. So I think if we can look at the Egyptian goalkeeper, he was one of the busiest. And then he tells you that, you know, uh, we're playing our normal style of play because of now, everything, whenever you get the ball, uh, we create those spaces. Even Lebo Hamutiba was more mobile uh, than, uh, than the past three, three games. Mm-hmm. And now we are coming up against Nigeria on Wednesday, a difficult side. Who do you, I mean, how do you see that game painting out? Uh, let's attack more, like we did. Yeah. Let's force them to defend, you know, because the more they defend, the more you're going to play on their half. You understand? Mm. You mustn't go there and defend. But uh, as long as you keep the, the same team that started against Egypt, Egypt it's going to give them us more more advantage because of now the boys are confident, you know, they 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 they, 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 they are willing to, to win this game, you know. Mm. And uh, uh, we have got nothing to lose now. Uh, regarding the fact that we're already out of the tournament, you know, we get there through the, the window and then it gives us advantage saying that, you know what, we're already out. Let's give our best showing that, you know what, we can uh, surprise anyone who comes, you know, uh, uh, facing us. Mm-hmm. And the Nigerians uh, have been saying, you guys, the class of 1996, uh, were lucky they were not there back then uh, when SA won the AFCON in 1996. But now we face them. How do we beat them and silence them for good this time around? No, as, as, as you saw the past game, cannot be like more than the past game, but mm. we've been giving them a, a hard time, mm. you know, because of if you look at the Nigerians, they are big, you know, they are structured, they are very slow, you understand? Yeah. And they rely more on, on the real balls and set pieces, you know? Mm. But I think our defense will be able to marshal that defense, making sure that, you know, they, they, they stick well and then they manipulate very well. Mm. It must just uh, uh, go out, just uh, uh, marshal his, his middle field and make sure that he's screen that defense very well. And I think that will make it give us advantage. Mm, yeah, and talking about that advantage, I mean, what would you say we have over them going into that um, into that clash on Wednesday? What advantage do we have over them? Uh, the advantage is that, you know, uh, our boys are motivated, you know, and then after beating Egypt in front of the, the crowd, mm. uh, it's going to give us advantage. And our speed and skill is going to give us more advantage and creating more opportunities and then make sure that we convert those goals. And would you expect any changes from Coach Baxter on Wednesday? No, no. Mm-hmm. And how far do you think we will go in this tournament, whenever, uh, John? I, th- I, th- I think uh, we, can, we can even reach the semi-final. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> legend, legend. Let's leave it just like that, my brother. Thank you so much for taking your time and speaking to us on SL Radio. Thank you very much, my brother. Soccer Duma Radio. A very big thank you there to the legend of the game, John Tale, part of the team that won the Africa Cup of Nations for Mafana Mafana back in 1996, uh, giving us his opinion on the Mafana win against the Egyptians over the weekend. We also managed to get hold of the man of the moment through our reporter Lawrence Kola in Egypt in a press conference after the one in win over Egypt. Temingosi Lodge spoke about his game and his goal against the Egyptian. He also spoke about what coach Stuart Baxter told them ahead of the game and how his patience finally paid off in that game. This was Temingosi Lodge. Radio. It was difficult to, to play against Egypt in, in their home ground, you know. Uh, but we... We had a plan, uh, and I think our plan worked because uh, the coach told us we, we must press them high. And if you can, if you saw that they, they couldn't play, uh, they were always kicking the ball forward. And even the goal, uh, we got them from transition, you know, and we managed to 
to get the goal and we settled down. I had to, to wait for my chance, you know, to, and when I get my chance, I have to use it. And that's what I did, you know, and I think uh, I wanted to make the, the supporters happy, you know, back home, you know, and obviously my family, you know. Yeah, I think they, they were disappointed, you know, <laughs> after scoring the goals. Uh, uh, no one was shouting. I thought, no, it was in a goal, you know. And when I looked there, the ref was pointing at the center, you know. Yeah. Sokala Duma Radio. And in that same press conference, we also managed to get some words from coach Stuart Baxter, where he spoke about his excitement on the win against the Egyptians, his tactics and plan against the Egyptian defense. The coach told the media how proud he was of his players and how the Egyptian fans made his players nervous ahead of the game. And this was the conversation. Well, we set up, we set up to, to press higher than we pressed in, in other games. Difficult, difficult for the front players because at the same time they ask them to press, they have to try to screen the, the through passes into into the midfield players and the and the strikers. So it was a difficult job they had. So, but they did it very well, and the support they got and the moving from side to side when they got through that first press, the moving from side to side, the lateral moving was very good. And and if they got past that that line, then we had to drop quickly and establish a compact block and I think even that they did very well. I think the boys, you know, we say sometimes that African players can't be tactically smart. The Northern Africans usually are much better than the Southern Africans, but I think the, the players, they they, uh, they showed a masterclass. So it was excellent. Obviously very, very pleased with the outcome of the game. Uh, we had three days to put together a, a game plan for the game. I think the players did really, really well. They had to play in a very brave way to, to press high against such a good team as uh, as Egypt. Uh, but for me, that was the only way we could win the game because if we allowed them to build possession and get the ball into their best players, then we would have massive problems. So it took it took courage from the players and I thought they did really, really well. And I thought we had reasonable control of the game for most parts to get the goal and then make sure that Egypt had to come even more, that, uh, that was obviously what we were looking for. But very proud of the players and, uh, and uh, very pleased with the result. Probably the most important thing was to play a game that I don't think Egypt expected us to play. They would have expected us, I think, to play deeper and therefore I wanted to press higher and try in that way surprise them with that game plan. I think we did it very well and I think it did surprise them and I think that helped us to get a, a foothold in the game. To compare results is very difficult, but if you knock out the host nation in, in front of about, I don't know, 80,000 people, and I think I, I can just congratulate I congratulate Egypt on having unbelievable supporters. And uh, it must rank very, very high. Though. It, was, it was very important that the Egyptian team didn't build momentum and get the full, the full support of the crowd. The crowd, I think, during the game, even though they were very, very vocal, even they can feel a little bit nervous because the game was an even game and it wasn't, Egypt weren't just rolling over us. So that was one of the intentions we had, but they can always support South Africa if they want. If they, 
we would we would love we would love to have some support. Yeah, that support the support that the Egyptian national team get is is incredible. Should be proud. And another player who put in a solid performance over the weekend was goalkeeper Ronan Williams. Uh, Lorenz Kola caught up with the Supersport United man who spoke about his improvement on his game. He also mentions the improvement on his goal distribution and how it felt keeping a clean sheet for the first time. And lastly, he talks about the confidence that coach Stuart Baxter has instilled in him. And this is Ronan Williams. No, obviously, uh, I feel much more part of the team now. Uh, since Coach Stewart back has taken over, we've, we can see we've kept the core of the team and we know each other much more better now. Uh, before, I used to be in one camp and out, you know, for a few months and then in again. So, you know, the players didn't know me that well. They don't know what I could do. And obviously, the Brazil game, you know, that was... You know, that is a huge uh, step for me. You know, I was 22 years old, you know, playing against World Stars. Uh, so, you know, that wasn't easy, you know. And, yeah, I mean, I've always believed in myself. I knew if I thought, you know, uh, I'm not good enough, you know, I would have retired long ago. But I knew that a performance like I've been showing recently, I knew that I've got it in me. It was just a matter of time of having that one, you know, game. And I think the turning point for me was Paraguay last year in November. You know, when I played second half, you know, and I kept the clean sheet, my first clean sheet for Bafana. And, you know, uh, that was a turning point for me and for the coach as well. You know, I spoke to him after the game and he, and he, you know, he told me that, you know, it, it is possible. I can play at this level. And, yeah, I mean, ever since then, you know, I've, whenever I came to camp, you know, I had the right frame of mind. Even when it was here, you know, I wanted to play, you know, and, you know, my... I've just been positive, you know, and obviously my family and friends, you know, and teammates who know me well, you know, always encourage me, you know, so, and obviously Coach Stewart as well, you know, I've worked with him before, you know, and he told me, you know, if, if you weren't, if I didn't think you were good enough, I wouldn't have called you up, you know, so that coming from him, you know, just uh, made me work even harder and believe in myself. Uh, definitely, it's in, it, you know, it's improved. I've always been, you know, a good kicker of the ball. You know, I could strike the ball a mile, but, you know, recently, past few years, I've been trying to be more accurate. I mean, uh, it's becoming a trend now in world football, you know, where goalkeepers, you know, uh, sweeper are sweeper keepers, uh, you know, starting attacks, you know, short and long, yeah. you know, and I, you know, I, I learned from Kune working with him here, you know, I saw the way he does it, you know, uh, and I mean, it takes it takes big balls, you know, to, to, to play those balls straight down the middle because if they intercepted, you know, it's it's, it comes, it's coming straight back at me. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's just with confidence, you know, and belief. And I think that is one of the factors why I think, the, the, you know, the coach has played me because, you know, he's been telling me, you know, to use my quick distribution, you know, and do it, you know. And I mean, I've been getting a lot of encouragement from the players as well. They like it, you know, the strikers like it, you know. So, yeah, I must just, you know, fine-tune it, you know, and, you know, continue doing it. Yeah, I mean, it was it's obviously nice playing against, you know, these world stars, you know, and, but I think, you know, our game plan, you know, was perfect. You know, it was, uh, you know, we nullified the threat, you know, of, of him. I don't think he, you know, he played the way he would have loved to. Uh, that's, you know, purely because of, 
you know, the game plan that we had and what we wanted to do. We wanted to press them high, you know, not make them play these easier balls through to him. So, yeah, and I mean, the coach was just happy. You know, he was very happy that, you know, we had one day really to, you know, to perfect uh, that game plan. And, you know, he was just happy that uh, us as players, we done that. And, you know, it, it shows that we believe in what he told us. So, you know, that's a confident booster for him as well, that, you know, he's got players that believe in what he's, 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 he's doing. You know, you can see our structure now. If you're sitting up there, you can see what formation we're playing. You can see the structure. And before, you know, uh, you know, we would just want to play when we have the ball, you know, but there's a lot uh, to football than just playing with the ball. You need to defend, you know, and yeah, I mean, the structure is perfect and you can see, you know, that's why we don't concede as much goals as before. You know, the structure's there and everyone believes in it. And that should be that for today. We have unfortunately come to the end of the show today. Thank you ever so much for listening. From myself and my producer, Simon Strella, I am Shane Matsoyane. Goodbye. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.